Do you hear that? Stop. Listen for a sec. That's the sound of background noise, and it's starting right now. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise. As always, I'm super excited for today's episode. We're sitting down with Sleepy Jean, a really cool folk artist from St. Catharines, Ontario. I'm just super into the sound because it's very like, it sounds like something I would hear in like an old-timey Western movie, but not in like a in a bad way. We're just going to get into it. I always like to get the show started. Let you, Sleepy Jean, just tell us a little bit about yourself, your music, and kind of your little shtick. Hi, I'm Katie. I play in Sleepy Jean. I guess technically that's my moniker. And we make music that tries to mix um, spaghetti western influenced Americana with like a little bit of surf and jazz and folk music from the 1960s and 70s. No, it sounds, that was the word I was looking for, like spaghetti western mixed with Americana. Because it has this like badass kind of vibe to it, but still very like folky. We wanted to, we wanted to make music that sounds like it could belong in a horse chase. That's totally Or a car chase. (laughs) Something being chased. We want to soundtrack the sound of being chased. Honestly, you totally nailed it, especially in uh, your latest album, which we'll talk about first, Shoot Me in a Dream. I, I'm super into the whole album. Uh, first song I want to talk about, well, though. Thank you. <laughs> first song I want to talk about is No Tomorrow. That one has that spaghetti western chase kind of vibe to it. Tell me about that song. That one's a weird one. I didn't necessarily tap into what I was writing about until we were halfway through the recording process. Um My father's family has this very kind of classic immigrant story where they lived in a country that ended up being taken over by a dictator who perpetrated a genocide against 100,000 people during his reign of terror. And my family got out towards the beginning, but that song details them leaving their country of origin. And I initially wrote a lot of it thinking that I was just talking about running away from something. And then I realized what the running was from. Fascinating. And just honestly, the album as a whole has a really cool kind of theme and vibe to it. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about your second album, Shoot Me in a Dream? The idea was that we, if we were to soundtrack a made-up Quentin Tarantino-directed 1960s James Bond film, what would that sound like? And we just kind of combined all of the different influences that we heard from soundtracks from Bond movies, soundtracks from Tarantino movies, music that I just resonate with from the 60s and 70s. And it turned into what came out. It totally does sound like that. And you have a bunch of music videos as well for some of the songs off this album, which totally fit that like Quentin Tarantino kind of vibe, especially because I noticed you have them in like a multi part where I have like. And I think, are they starting backwards? Because I couldn't find part one. <laughs> they, I, we purposely didn't make a video for everyone. The idea was that if we did make a music video for every song, that it would be out of, out of chronological order snippets of a movie. So even they're chaptered based on the actual song's position in the record, but they are not in chronological order. 
Cool. So do with that what you will. <laughs> I like it. Because, yeah, the we'll play No Tomorrow in a couple minutes here, but uh, I'll play another one as well. I was obsessed with this music video. Six Feet Deep with Love. I One, I love the song itself, but I thought that music video was badass especially just with <laughs> like you. the song and the theme and the the whole vibe to it uh why don't you tell me a little bit more about that song and that music video and uh we'll play it in a couple minutes here okay well the song that's that's probably from a songwriting perspective one of the my favorites that i've worked on there's this old tune um that tom jones sang in the 60s called i who have nothing and I always, I've covered it for years and I was always taken by the fact that the lyric is supposed to be describing loving someone, but it comes off as stalking someone. So I wanted to write a tune that would detail what might happen if the person being stalked killed this lovesick stalker. And all of the lyrics are from the perspective of the person who was doing the stalking, trying to beg and plead with the person that they were, you know, terrorizing. And then the music video itself, once we found that car, the rest was kind of just, it, it, it wrote itself. There wasn't much I needed to do. There was just that funny little bit where we had the guys in the band digging a hole and we don't, we don't talk about it. It's not discussed. You don't know why they're digging the hole. You don't know if I'm associated with them or not, but they were very jazzed that their entire cameo was them pretending to dig. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, I loved that music, especially because, yeah, you never address why they're digging the hole or even that you are associated. You get, you get to kind of make up your own story there. Uh, I loved it. And the fact that it was in black and white, too. I just watched a black and white movie last night as well. I just very underused and underappreciated i feel like oh i you put anything in black and white and all of a sudden it just has all this weight to it oh totally let's spin those couple songs there uh we'll do no tomorrow and six feet deep with love <laughs> from uh, sleepy jeans latest album shoot me in a dream and then when we come back i want to talk about one of your 2023 singles that's a cover absolutely loved it
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. We're talking with Sleepy Jean here, folky artist from St. Catharines, Ontario. Her music just has such a cool, fun, like badass Western vibe to it really into it we just listened to a couple songs off of her latest album shoot me in a dream but i want to talk about one of the 2023 just standalone singles because it was a cover of eleanor rigby oh my god i love it (laughs) thank you it was a lot of fun to put together i kind of stemmed from this again when we were starting to work around capturing what we wanted this record to feel like I started playing songs that I would routinely cover in the style that I I felt that we were moving towards. And Eleanor Rigby just really stuck out to me as this horrifyingly sad song about loneliness. And what would it sound like if, again, somebody was, you know, chasing Eleanor Rigby? Well, she's, well, they detailed how, what a lonely life she led. Honestly, I think it really suits like your style really suits this song and gave it like a cooler breath life. Cause yeah, you're right before it was such like a sad, depressing song. And not that you like changed anything about it aside from like the background music, but the background music made it seem a little less sad, you know, like she's (laughs) like, she's running from the loneliness or something. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that's just a universal theme. I know I run from my own loneliness. I assume most other people attempt to as well. But yeah, I, uh, the other big thing when we were putting together that cover, um, Dan Siri, who helped, who played guitar on that single and helped produce it, it was really important to both of us that we didn't include string sections anywhere because we just felt as though the original Eleanor Rigby does what it does so well and we wanted it to be an homage without stealing elements. We wanted to just take the core of the song and transport everything else into a different world. Oh, you guys did a great job with that. Uh, Why don't you tell me a little bit more about uh, your backing band that supports you a little bit and where did you go about recording a lot of these songs for the latest album? So we sort of have a bit of a revolving door for the backing band at this point. The one mainstay is our drummer, Marshall Bureau. He's an incredible I always say he's the best drummer I've ever played with as a songwriter because he's completely egoless he just serves the song and writes parts that enhance what I've already put down on paper um on shoot me in a dream Dan Siri plays guitar throughout uh he plays in another band called shit bats they're a punk band out of London Ontario and then for bass players um Dan played a good chunk of bass on this record. We also had Waylon Glintz, who currently plays with Talk, the Runaway to Mars Talk, that guy that got big on TikTok. Um, so he's out touring with them. And then we have like a couple different people who float in and out whenever Waylon and Dan can't make the gig. So I'm very lucky to have an incredible crew of amazing musicians who I've somehow conned into playing my music with me. Awesome. And uh, sorry, where did you go about recording this album? The majority of the record, we cut drums and bass at Noble Street Studios in Toronto and then did the rest at the producer Dejan Martineau's home studio at Bloor and Ossington. 
which was a super fun experience. I had I have never made a record with this much production on it, so having Dejan walk us through that process was very incredible. And then once we got to the end, as you know, every musician does, I decided that some of the songs that were a bit older, I didn't even like that much anymore. So we recorded ones I had written a bit more recently. And that was done at the Barn on Maple, which is a home studio in St. Catharines, Ontario, that friends of ours created. Um, Mike and Tara, Mike Saracino and Tara Stanslick, who actually plays a folk duo called Four Ernest. And it's just, they're lovely people, their space is full of magic and it was a really really lovely experience oh that's so good to hear i always love to hear when artists are like i had such an amazing experience recording this record i mean it was it was long it was difficult it was arduous it was a lot of decision making that i didn't realize i was gonna have to make but i think i grew quite a bit as a musician and as a songwriter and ultimately i i kind of got like a little a little bit of my producer ears I now can hear how I want songs to feel in a recorded setting which I didn't feel comfortable with before cool yeah so we'll play that song and then because we talked about we talked a little bit about this latest album here shoot me in a dream but I do want to take it back to your first album a little bit and maybe talk about that Up the rice in the church where a wedding is been. She lives in a dream, waits at her window, wearing a face that she keeps in a job by her door. Who is it for?
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. I'm having so much fun sitting down with Sleepy Jean, a badass folk artist from St. Catharines, Ontario. We just listened to Eleanor Rigby, a cover song. Um, just a standalone 2023 single, but we talked a whole bunch about her latest album, Shoot Me a Dream. Uh, but I want to take it all the way back, all the way back, uh, to 2021 and talk about your debut album there, Idle Hands. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that album? Idle Hands was, like a lot of musicians, a pandemic project. I had some of the beginnings of the songs that ended up on Shoot Me in a Dream, and I got a little bit in my head and didn't feel ready to tackle them and started procrastinating different songs to avoid working on the ones that I already had. And that very quickly became idle hands. I wrote the majority of that music in the span of maybe two to three weeks. And then we recorded almost all of it exclusively in a spare bedroom. If you listen really closely, you can hear upstairs neighbor floorboard creaks in some of the vocal takes. Uh, the drums were done remotely. Actually, at that point in time, we had I had never played live with Marshall. We had met very briefly before the pandemic, and he very kindly offered that if I ever needed a drummer, I should give him a shout. And within a month, I said, hey, I kind of have all these songs. Do you want to maybe play on them? And uh, it just kept growing from there. Cool. I like that. And now I'm definitely going to, especially when we play these songs in a couple minutes here, I'm going to listen extra closely for those floorboards because I love stuff like that. Uh, that's one of the reasons that I called my show Background Noise is because I'm at home. The artist Sarah was at home. We always have background noise in the episodes in some way, shape, or form, whether it's like a siren in the back or like sometimes my birds will start like chirping in the back. And like I love those little like windows of just coming into like somebody's life for like a few for a few minutes there so uh i want to talk about smaller one of the songs off of that album uh and i think that was a single as well uh why don't you tell me a little bit about that song i can very specifically rem i remember writing smaller which i can't say for a lot of my songs I, as a person, tend to, when I feel anxious or overwhelmed or overworked or underappreciated, I tend to take up less space. And smaller is about me documenting the feeling of wanting to curl into yourself as a protective measure. And that's that's where that one came from. It came out very, very, very quickly. I was supposed to be, like a lot of my songs, I, I, I procrastinate quite a bit. I'm supposed to be doing something else, and I end up writing a song about how I'm feeling. Ozzy, I really love the term procrastinate. <laughs> 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 oh, that is such a mood. And yeah, you can definitely, like, you can feel that in that song and, and all the emotion that you got in there. And I found this album as a whole was a very, like, it felt like an emotional album where it's like shoot me in a dream definitely had that spaghetti western being chased kind of like badass feel to it where like idle hands you can definitely feel the emotion in it quite a bit more um i also found that hungry 
I felt was was a song kind of like that. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about that song? Hungry, very specifically, is about people just taking. Taking bites out of you. It's somebody's hungry for something that you have and they go and they take it. Again, I think as a person, I end up documenting all the things that I struggle with. I struggle with boundary setting. I struggle with saying no to people. And uh, unfortunately, I... I am only able to express how distraught I might feel about something in my songwriting. So Hungry came from a day where just something tipped the scale and one person too many asked me for something and Hungry shot right out. You know what? Fair enough. And I always, I like that musicians like yourself and songwriters have this outlet and you're able to to do that and to feel those emotions and work those emotions through the songs, because then when you when you make that song and you put it out, people listen to that and then they hear that and then they too don't feel so alone in that feeling, you know. I don't think it's an uncommon one by any means. Um, I think, especially during the pandemic, to the feeling of isolation and feeling being quite alienated from everybody else made what normally might not have bothered me so much sting that little bit more. I don't know. Everything felt heightened during that period of time. And it, it does kind of make sense to me that you would say idle hands is a perhaps more intimate record than shoot me in a dream is because while we recorded idle hands, it was just the guitar player, Dan and I working on the majority of it. Whereas shoot me in a dream is more expansive because it combines a lot more people and a lot more production and a lot more effort. So it, some of that, we traded off some of that intimacy for broader soundscapes. Yeah, and honestly, both albums sound great in their own right. Uh, we're going to listen to a couple songs from your debut album, Idle Hands. We'll spin smaller and then Hungry. And then when we come back, you sent me a couple songs that I am obsessed with. I love these songs. Super excited to talk about them and play them. Uh, but first, here's Smaller off of Sleepy Jean's 2021 album, Idle Hands. Yeah, the whipple will call I just
Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for tuning into Background Noise today. We're sitting down with Sleepy Jean, a folk artist from St. Catharines, Ontario. We just listened to a few songs off of her 2021 debut album, Idle Hands. Um, but you sent me a couple songs from some artists that you know, and they are freaking awesome. First one I want to talk about is the Feverish Lemons. <laughs> Song number 57. I love everything about this band. So far from like the marketing to like the image to the sound. Love these guys. Why don't you tell me a little bit about the Feverish Lemons? Who are they? Who aren't they? I mean, <laughs> I met the Feverish Lemons um, playing a show last year and was really struck by they kind of, they have, uh, it's a mix of the Beatles and Sloan energy. They're very loose. They're very, very fun. They're like, they're, they're very genuinely just like fun, beautiful boys. And they're insanely talented. All of them can play every instrument. They constantly instrument swap on stage, which is one of my favorite things to see as another musician watching a band. And um, when they were starting to get ready to put out their record, I was just so jazzed about the music that they were making that I offered to help kind of 
piece together a little bit of a marketing plan. So I, I helped do like a bit of branding, do some website stuff. I edited their music videos. I I am a kind of backseat marketing person who just aids in helping that band get to where they're going. Amazing. You did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> I highly suggest for anybody who's checking out this podcast, please go watch the music video for song 57. I spent a lot of hours cropping green out of their heads <laughs> so that they could float around on funny backgrounds. Honestly, it was a great music video. I watched it and that was one of the things I was like, I love this band. So I'm waiting for them to put out a couple more songs because I think I only found like the two on Spotify. They've been a band for something like 15 years. That's the other really unique thing about them specifically. It's made up of three brothers, Sean, Kyle, and Ryan. And then um, their cousin, Matt, and their other cousin, Pat, both play with them. And then there was a friend from high school named Taylor. But they've all played together for, I think, 15 years at this point. And you can you can feel it when they're all on stage. They have just, I can't say enough nice things about them. They're, they're excellent boys. Awesome. Well, we're going to spin uh, song 57 from them. But before we do that, another song that you sent me that I absolutely loved was Drink Water from Flower Girl. Uh, I think that was off. She has an EP coming out in November, and this is one of her most recent singles. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about Flower Girl? Flower Girl is the moniker of Kiki Klassen. Uh, Kiki and I have been lucky enough to make music alongside each other over the last couple years. I just, I can't say enough good things about her songwriting. She is like a power pop songwriter, and she doesn't know how not to write a catchy chorus. And Drink Water is just such a clear example of that. Oh, it was such... A fun catchy song and then to listening to it as well it did remind me to drink water <laughs> that I needed to drink <laughs> like when I was listening to that I, I was, think I think that's the hope <laughs> I, I think that is what she was hoping for from that song good good <laughs> we're gonna spin those couple right away here and then when we come back we'll bring it back to you and talk a little bit more about your latest album shoot me in a dream but first here's song 57 from the feverish lemons
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. We're sitting down with Sleepy Jean from St. Catharines, Ontario. Uh, we were just listening to a couple songs that she sent us to share, uh, one from The Feverous Lemons and another from Flower Girl. Do yourselves a favor. Go listen to more of their music. Check out the Feverish Lemons Song 57 music video. This woman worked very hard on making it a good music video. So watch it and check it out. Uh, But I want to bring it back to you a little bit. Talk more about your latest album, Shoot Me in a Dream. Another one of the songs was Lonely As I Can Be. I think that was the first single off of the album. And it was another one with the really cool black and white kind of music video. Uh, Why don't you... Tell me a little bit more about that song. <sighs> Lonely as I can be actually came out of a a songwriting boot camp that I did, which is a bit funny, but the connection between the song and the music video is that while I was cutting the vocal, the booth the vocal booth that I was in had a window out to the street so I could kind of like look around while I was singing. And I watched a person who I've never met close a breakfast diner and they were swaying with their mop in time to the music magically while I sang and I just remember feeling very overwhelmed with this sense of you know connection to the world and the loneliness that I think every human experiences and we wanted to represent that in the music video which is why it's set in a diner oh that's actually really cute and i like that a vocal booth had a window <laughs> that's so rare <laughs> i know i know i i hope for forevermore i get to look at something while i'm singing because it really makes a big difference oh yeah i mean i i have a background in radio and i can't count enough times that i've had to do voiceover stuff in a dark closet <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> oh that's so cute well we'll spin lonely as i can be off of her latest album shoot me in a dream also check out that music video because like i said it had that cool black and white and she has this like quentin tarantino vibe going where they're all like chapters and they're like unrelated but i feel like they're all slightly related at the same time because they're all from the um anyways check it out they're very cool we're gonna spin lonely as i can be and then unfortunately i do have to wind down the show a little bit but i do have One more song before we go.
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for tuning into Background Noise today. I had so much fun talking with Sleepy Jean, a badass folk artist from St. Catharines, Ontario, who talked about her debut album, Idle Hands, and a whole bunch about her latest album, Shoot Me in a Dream. And I do want to talk about one more song before we go, because I just, I I think aside from Six Feet Deep with Love, this one might be one of my favorite ones off the album. It was Human Race. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that song? Human of the Race? That's one of your favorites, yeah. really? <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. Um, Human of the Race is probably the meanest song I've ever written. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> it was, it was, um, I wanted something that kind of felt sneaky, like a Nancy Sinatra song. And the lyric was after meeting a person that just really rubbed me the wrong way. And I remember leaving the encounter and turning to someone and saying, well, he's a real human of the race, isn't he? In a roundabout way, although it comes off as a bit of a love song of some sort, I'm trying to describe the most generic human I think I've ever met it's really mean I'm not proud of it but it ended up being fun and the the very fun fact about that one is um the percussion is a mixture of Marshall doing random tom rolls in the room but the actual kit is the sound of a lighter flicking as the snare and Someone smacking my back hard is the bass drum. That is actually such a fun fact. That is cool. Yeah. I I remember telling my mom that that's what the bass drum sound was. And she was very upset. She's like, what do you mean they were hitting you in the studio? That's not normal, is it? And I said, no, no, no. I, it was my idea. <laughs> They're like, just so concerned they were hitting you in the studio. <laughs> yeah. But I have, a, I have a good thunk in my back and we captured it for that base. I like that. That's such a fun fact. I also like the expression they're a real human of the race. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for future insults to people because I I like that. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. Well before we play that song and get going, uh is there anything we should be keeping an eye out on you for in the coming future. Woo! Well, if you're based in Ontario, we've got some shows coming up. Uh, we're going to be opening up for Tara Lightfoot for a couple dates in December. I'm set to appear at Massey Hall in November as a part of Chess Fever's performance of The Last Waltz, which is very exciting. And hopefully there'll be some more brand new music in the new year. Amazing. Thank you so much for sitting down with me today, sharing your stories, telling me about your songs. I absolutely loved it. Here is Human of the Race off of Sleepy Jean's latest album, Shoot Me in a Dream. You were sadness incarnate A bar and Broadway to break You were the kind of rain that conjures lightning Sutterer you can't contain I pretended to disparage you and that to somebody 
That's all I got for today, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in to Background Noise. I had a blast. And hey, you know what? If you're a Canadian musician as well and you're thinking, I want to be on the show, just click the link in our Instagram bio at Background Noise the Show and we'll try to set something up.